0: Greg, what's going on? Hiya, Howard. Hey, man. Stoked to be out on the road. I saw that, man. You're uh, <clears throat> you guys are out with Badfish, right?
1: That's correct. That is, is, a fun show. You played those shows, right?
0: Badfish. Yeah, shows. we played. We, we played so many shows with Badfish. Um, <clears throat> I think the first tour we did with them was like 2009. And we did uh, we did like thirty or forty shows or something ridiculous.
1: Those fans are rowdy. They rowdy. are, and they're
0: they're they're great, man. It's uh, they're like made for this, you know. They're made for our music. Yeah. And and it's uh, it's fun to play for them
1: every um, time. Really, like consistently. Doesn't matter where you go. It's always a party,
0: yeah, yeah, and uh the Batfish guys have like always been super cool and um <clears throat> you know, taking care of us, and uh probably the last couple of years that I've you know anytime we've done shows or whatever, you know, I'm usually up on stage singing a song with them, or you know and and the crowd is as you said, just super hype, you know,
1: they are, they like to drink there's <laughs> if you wait too long to go to merch, you will not get a coherent person. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Never>. <laughs> it's great it's uh yeah it's it's fun man it's it's gonna be back playing shows um you know you guys kind of kept you didn't really stop too much or stop too long um
1: for the pandemic
0: yeah yeah like, we uh
1: luckily live in florida so <laughs> we were pretty wide open um <laughs> as soon as as soon as we could be, and uh, we have Duterman Productions, who was on top of it, uh, booking the show. So uh, yeah, we didn't really slow down too much. I mean, we, we were in the studio anyway, so the uh, train kept moving. We did an acoustic album, and then uh, we just finished recording another new album. Uh, and it's being mixed right now. Sounds awesome so far. Very stoked on that.
0: That's great, man. Um, yeah, I've, I've been seeing your post. You've been you've been real, real excited about uh, the the new record. And um, I don't think I think you played me demos from the last record, or is this is this are, are these demos for like I can't remember when you played this for me. It was maybe me neither. Maybe twenty twenty sometime. Yeah, send me, send it was probably
1: from this album. I mean, we've been writing it for like three years.
0: Okay, probably was this Maybe one. Then. Yeah, there's some yeah. cool stuff on there.
1: Yeah, and you probably heard like there's super early, early stuff. We like to bounce, bounce things, uh, back and forth with each other on the in the early stages. So, um, yeah, I mean it sounds killer,
0: right now. And you got um, uh, you got Josh working on that, right?
1: That's right, Josh Schwade. Jay, Schwa. Jay Schwa. Um he For those who don't know, he. Is this young, up and coming producer um, that he, you don't really know about him? If you, I mean, most people don't because he's just always in the studio. Like I, I can't even get a hold of him most of the time because he's in a session. And um, he is—he helped actually helped start our band. Uh, in some early photos, he's in. There's a there's a photo out there that was. It's just me, Jackson, and Josh, and that was our band when we first started it. And uh, he has he decided pretty early on that he did not want to tour, and um, I, I at first I was like you're crazy, but now I get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, yeah, we love we love working with him. It's just like organically awesome every time.
0: Yeah, he's a good dude. He, he, he worked on uh, uh, our song Fast Times. That's right. That's like right. seven years sessions. ago. Yeah. yeah. In Orange, Florida or something? Orange City. Orange City. Orange
1: City. Orange City and the place, I, I think it was called First Avenue or something about an avenue. Somewhere like that. But yeah. now it's called The Palace. The Palace. Is it the same spot? Same spot, same gear. Different ownership. Um, Okay. Cool place. I like it there.
0: That was a cool place. And it's got that like, isn't there like a sub place next door?
1: Yeah. uh, La La Spada's or something like that. Yeah. It's like I I don't know if it was a dedicated sub place, but if you got the sub there, that's the move.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember we were there maybe two or three days, and that's where we would eat lunch and probably dinner. Uh, <laughs> during the session, I
1: mean, it's like ten feet from the building, so yeah, it's right kind there. of a given. But yeah, very very cool spot, um, and that was a that was a great session. I like that song a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, we wrote it there that day, right? We just kind of like the. I remember the the band we set up, and then the, the band just like jammed on it um, for. A couple hours i guess and then we just started putting we were like oh that's cool that's cool and then you start putting the pieces together you know basically like yeah. you're crafting like the verse and then the chorus and then bridges and intros and outros and things transitions and then you you start arranging and putting the pieces together in the right order and uh, that, that's always interesting and fun
1: yeah i remember just jamming that mix
0: yeah it was fire yeah i i thought it was such a cool interesting uh, it was kind of like a it was almost like an intro into what would become girls a couple years later like yeah because it had some production on it and um some interesting vocal melody choices and uh just some stuff that sorry I not sorry <laughs> <laughs> sorry not sorry oh yeah yeah <laughs> We got the girl. You mean that one? (laughs) That one, yeah, yeah. That's that's one of the things. Yeah, I'm like, ah, sorry, whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, um, yeah, some interesting like vocal stuff that I hadn't done, like some Brandon Lee type of shit, you know. And uh, and you were there. That's what's cool about working with you is that um, you'll pull things out of me that I, I. I didn't know we're there. Like, you know, that sounded really weird, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Look what you have got in here. <laughs> What's in here? <laughs> um, no, you'll, yeah, you'll, 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 you'll pull out like melodies or something that I didn't think of. And it's always an interesting dynamic uh, when we work together.
1: It's always a pleasure. And I, I like working with your voice. It's very consistent and I think a lot of people don't really realize how much they can sing, um, and I mean, you don't have that problem. You know, you can sing, but like when it comes to certain melodies and stuff, you wouldn't think of it because you're just not used to like being up and out in that register. Um, and uh, I just I like to, if I hear that somebody is capable of a certain melody, I'll try to get them to do it. Um, And most, it's funny how because like most, I don't really have this issue with you, but most people are like, I just no way. And it's like, there's a way I can hear it. You just have to do it. And uh, so, like Jackson, for example, he's he doesn't realize how good of a singer he is. He's he's just he's been hitting my harmonies for seven years now, (laughs) and those are those are high. Those are that's not an easy feet To do, and he still is like, oh no, no, man, but he can do it. He can do it very well. Um,
0: uh, I don't think I've ever heard uh, his his full main voice. Yeah, it's always it's just the harmony stuff.
1: It's the harmony stuff. So yeah, he he's, you know, there's strong suits, and a, you know, there's a reason why I don't record any guitars on our on our stuff. Uh, half the set, I'm not even hitting the strings um and it's just for for good reason and uh you know he's he doesn't like to put his voice out there but when it's when it's sitting with with my voice and nick's voice and we get a three-part harmony it's beautiful it's beautiful he's just you know he's a little scared of it that's all (laughs) you
0: guys you guys have definitely uh you guys have definitely come a long way and um when uh, you had me on Facebook this morning, I was thinking because oh, I was trying to think of like what I need to talk about. This is episode 150 of Tales, and yeah, I know it's weird, and uh, it's it's it kind of it was like oh okay, this would be cool to get Greg on because um, the I feel like the podcast has come a long way in the last few years. I think I think we're I think it's like damn, it's gonna be four years next month or this month, um, but you guys have come a very long way um in the time did you form the band was it 2014 2015 yeah i think 14 yeah um so i mean been it's been really fun to watch you guys grow uh you know as a band and, and and just sort of like find your 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 little you know carve out your little spot in this whole thing um you know cuz like a lot of people probably know from from listening before that that you we've been working together for a long time and like we would go we brought you on warp tour with us and you were selling our merch and killing it um awesome. and uh you're you're so you're so good at like networking and talking and like making friends and i think that that part of the band's success is is because of that you know and and the way you get the other guys involved and they're, they're, they're happy to do it too. You know, um, at, at the shows, seeing you guys out there slinging CDs or, um, you know, or whatever sort of thing you're doing to, to hype up something that day. It's, it's great.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, it's been a huge part of our, uh, growth and just, you know, I'm, I got very lucky with my guys, but you know, not only are they, incredibly talented way more talented than i am but they're willing to do everything that it takes and they are excited to get out there and talk i mean marshall's the first one out of the van when we go to the festival with a sign to go hit the line uh, you know and we'll have multiple signs it's it's pretty uh uncommon to see to not see us out at a festival holding up signs and and roping people in Um, because, you know, basically what I learned out there with you guys on the Warp Tour and, um, bringing that hustle to, uh, this, this genre and this community, um, and it, you know, it's like, nobody's going to know who you are unless you tell them, (laughs) you know, and you gotta, I, I like to think that we are one of the more approachable bands. Um, speaking of approachable, Nick's here. Hey, I'm doing a podcast. Someone come say hi. Um, do you know this man? Oh, hey Howie! Oh, hey, how's buddy. it going, dude?
0: What's up, man? Just chilling. You say hi wow. to
1: his listeners too, <laughs> hey, <laughs>
0: listeners. Hey, listeners, <laughs> viewers. Look at that
1: face! How could you not want to buy a CD from that guy? <laughs> right, I'm going to duncan Do you want anything? Yes. What do you want? Um, my usual. Do you know what that is? No. Just guess. Okay. I'll be happy. You know, something with sugar in it.
0: Yo, pick me up a, a midnight black.
1: How Howie wants a midnight black. I'll get it to him. I'll get it to him in three business days. Three business days, he he's thanks, says. sir. Thanks. <laughs> <you. laughs> um, uh, but yeah, we we are you know we wanna be out there meeting the people and, and you guys do it too, you know. It's it's really we take a lot of notes from the, the Ballyhoo University. Um and you know, it's kind of something that I'm very grateful. For just all those years on the road with you guys, because I was able to instill a lot of do's and don'ts um, into our operation, and it's been it's been very helpful.
0: <clears throat> yeah, um, I, I I'll, I'll look at what we're doing, and just be like, and I'll see what you guys are doing, and I'm like, fuck, we gotta we gotta work harder, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, because I don't necessarily want to get up and go, you know, walk around the sign anymore. You know, we've been doing yeah. it for a long time, and you know, the Warped Tour was was definitely like you have like no choice when you're anything but a headliner, you know, but a main stage band, you got to be out there. You're this big. You're this big <laughs> in a sea of just you know, especially artists. with with you guys. You know,
1: it was. At the time, it was a predominantly like hardcore screamo lineup, yeah. And we're like, "Hey, you want to you want to vibe with <laughs> you us? What good vibes?" Instead bad. of being so
0: mad about everything, <laughs> <laughs> I know. And we're like, we're trying to like, we're trying to play. Like one of the things, um, I am actually conflicted with this because, um, I think about what does the audience want and I want to give them what they want, but I also need to feed the beast. I've got to do what I want to do, right? And I know the band feels this way, too. We want to do what we want to do, but we need to, we need to sometimes cater to the audience that we're playing for. Um, So with Warped Tour, it was like, we got to play some heavy shit, you know, because like we got to, and that was a problem for a while. And then we realized like, man, you know, it's like, maybe we're on this tour for the purpose of breaking it up. You know, maybe we're supposed to bring, just do what we do, um, and sort of break up any sort of monotony or, you know, just have just, just something different, you know? It's crazy
1: Um, too, because a lot of those bands on that stage, um, like shot up (laughs) they just were like like you had g easy who was on warp tour kind of an outcast
0: yeah um he was doing some different type of stuff yeah and then he went on to just be huge he's huge dude and he's such a nice guy too like yeah he was he was very he like held my son my son was two at the time just turned two and i got I was like, Can you, dude, just hang out with my kid for a second. You know, he's like talking to him and stuff. Uh, he's, he was a good dude. Mod Sun's another one. Mod Sun's just mm-hmm. exploded, especially the last like couple years. Yeah, um, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh,
1: it, it's that... cool to watch everybody like evolve and stay grinding. You know, mm-hmm. that was like those, those two in particular were just hustlers and constantly like just seemingly reinventing and and just staying on it and like and then even uh machine gun kelly Mm -hmm. uh wasn't on that stage but i think he was on that year one of the years that we went and just seeing where he's at now and it's like wow this is this is cool to see it's cool to see that if you stick to whatever it is that you're doing and that can change you know like you say you're feeding the beast it's like the beast is always hungry whether it's your own inner beast or the internet um you know it's cool to just see where everybody takes their sound and their hustle and what you know connections they make and how that how that uh affects their their big picture and It's it's been super cool it's been super cool to see you guys and tour with you guys and uh, everything that we do is, it's been, is, you kind of feel the progression and that's, that's really what keeps things going. Cause if you're not progressing, you're kind of like, what am I doing here? You know? yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you'll get stuck in ruts like that. You know, like you'll, <clears throat> you'll feel like you've plateaued or hit a ceiling or something. And it's like, okay, where do we go from here? Can we go anywhere from here? Is this it? Like why, you know, i I've, I've you know, this has been, I mean, <laughs> oh, my God. I started my band 27 years ago this summer. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so weird. But, like, <clears throat> just going through every phase of the music industry, like, the record industry, and um, seeing flavor of the week, flavor of the month, and seeing, like, you know, what sound is hot now, and um and we for the longest time i remember we're like because we came you know we were influenced by bands from the 90s um you know green day sublime all that stuff and uh we rode that for a very long time and we still you still hear that in the music but um there was a time in like the early 2010s where it just felt like you couldn't play guitar in a rock song anymore like you like it was like dance music things were yep. just changing and I felt like we were falling behind the curve. And whether we were ahead of it or not, I don't know, but um, at any point. But uh, yeah, was just, it, so there were, there were definitely hard times where you, you sort of had to wonder like, okay, <clears throat> is this even gonna happen? Like all the work we've put in, what is this for? I've got a kid, <laughs> I gotta, yeah. you know, like,
1: then, then I, that becomes I, two kids, and then, yeah,
0: it becomes two kids, and then a wife or whatever. It's like, and then I got to, you know, am I gonna go work at Best Buy? Like, what do I, what do we got to do? You know,
1: um, I think it's it's what's been uh, important is that you've stuck to your guns on uh, most of what you know what you're creating, and with so many outlets and so many avenues for people to get distracted by i think like going back to like that grassroots hustle and those those interactions that you have with people and you know you going out and you're talking to the fans at merch and you're doing this podcast and keeping that going for like 140 episodes like did i get that number right oh uh, uh, 150 150 sorry it's okay it's okay yes. nobody's See, counting yes <laughs> um but that is how you you keep you know your true fan base is—you're keeping them engaged, uh, and you're saying, "Hey, whatever music looks like, this is what my music looks like." And thanks for following it. And uh, yeah. if you keep listening, I'll keep making it. And I think that uh, with with TikTok and all that that music going on, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's so really. Ill yeah yeah i mean to me i'm just try to say the right thing here um, i don't think that music should be created for the purpose of content i think it should be uh, one thing that really bothered me was i got i had gotten an insta instagram notification it was like so and so uh has a new song out see what people are doing with it and i was like taken back by it i'm like what do you they should just be listening to it what do you mean doing why do they have to do something with it they don't have to do a dance to make it popular you know like just just hear it and enjoy it and um unfortunately that's not really what a young this younger generation coming up whatever you call them I'm not really into uh, or a- accurate as I should say as far as what a millennial is and what all you know where where the line is drawn I just know that these younger kids um, they want to they want the attention and they want they want to have a song that supports getting that attention um, but I'm not gonna write that song for them I'm gonna write a song. <laughs> That, uh, you know, is about whatever it is that I feel that song needs to be written about. And if they want to use it, awesome. Um, But it's really to be heard and enjoyed um, and not really just passed
0: off 30 seconds later. Um, That's how I feel. Yeah, I I think the way people consume music these days, I mean, it's obviously it's way different than it used to be. And I, my thing is like, I don't wanna turn into a dinosaur. Like, I don't wanna, um, I'm not mad at how music is consumed these days, you know, Spotify, TikTok, whatever. Um, I'm just glad people are listening. Um, And you're just gonna have that now with, you know, people, hopefully, hopefully you do have people that, hear your song and want to use it in their video and make some silly dance out of it or or whatever like that would be great you know it's just it's the the power that TikTok has to to grow your band is insane and i just think it's not it's been untapped um by you know at least in this genre that we're in like it's definitely untapped and i feel like we need to figure out how to make it work for us because That's how I felt about Spotify and Apple Music and everything like, you know, you have, I see artists all the time, especially like older artists that are independent and, you know, on Facebook posts or whatever, talking about how um, Spotify sucks and they don't pay and this and that. Yeah, well, we know that, like, but you have to make it work for you. This is what it is. You know, it's like, if you don't, then no one's going to hear your music because this Is how they take music out, you know. This is how you're really
1: not going to get paid if you pull your music from it <laughs> exactly.
0: Know? It's one thing, it's like
1: saying, oh, Well, this job doesn't pay enough, so I'm just gonna have no job, you know. You can't do that. Um, and if there's an outlet out there that is paying more, then I'm sure you're on it, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. and, and, as far as like you know, pulling. Yeah. I know that whole controversy that's going on right now. I'm not, I'm not going to go pull my music from them where a place where I have, <laughs> you know, a hundred thousand monthly listeners. <laughs> you know? um, it's insane. Yeah.
0: It's insane. I, I think, yeah, as far as I've, I've actually had people reach out to me on the socials asking me what I think about it on um, last few days. Uh, and I didn't know a whole lot going on with it. I just, but I've been watching some videos and kind of reading a bit, little bit. And, um, uh, I think Spotify and Joe Rogan need to take some responsibility. I think that, you know, um, he put out that video yesterday about how he's, um, uh, you know, this is just what we do. We just talk. And he's always said that, you know, we just talk. I'm, 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 I'm a dummy. I just we just talk. And, uh, you know, I have different people on with different perspectives and things. But I think there when you have an audience that big, there's a responsibility, you know, because there's a lot of people out there that, that listen to every word, and they're gonna like do what he says, you know, and take on the uh, the perspective that he has. Um, and I think it's important that like if you're gonna talk about these things, at least like get it right, and or or put some sort of hey we're just bullshitting at the top of the show or something tag it or You know, Spotify needs to do the same. You know, it's like, look, if you're going to start bringing on, like, controversial podcasts or or music or anything, um, there should probably probably be some sort of, you know, uh, warning or, I don't know, some tag or something. Um, But take responsibility. Like, Spotify and Joe Rogan are both heavy hitters in the zeitgeist. Like, it's everywhere. It's ubiquitous, you know. So, like there's responsibility, you know, and, and and then for Neil Young, that's on him, he can decide where he wants the music, you know, he can decide to, to pull it. Uh, Joni Mitchell's another one. She doesn't want it on there. That's fine. I mean, look, you're talking about these, these people from the 70s, 60s and 70s that, you know, during Vietnam, and all these like wars that that were, you know, not popular and people from that era, musicians from that era that used to fight about Things like that, well this is the same sort of thing. Like look, I'm this I'm speaking up for my own shit, standing up. I don't want it there, so
1: Yeah, I, you know, if you don't want your music where the majority of people thank you, Nick. Um,
0: are gonna donkey. Oh nice, I'm jealous, bro. Um,
1: if you don't want your music where the majority of people are listening to music, then I mean I guess if you're Neil Young you can uh, afford that. Yeah. Um you know but I I think some of it is I think a lot of the internet is like hey look at me. Hey look at look at this thing that I want to all of a sudden stand up for. I was hiding in the shadows yeah all this time and here's this thing that I want to make a big stink about uh yeah and when you say what's right and and do you know joe rogan and spotify and all that like honestly i don't even know what's right anymore for every bit of information you not like saying you're wrong um but every bit of information has another bit of information that you could find just as fast and contradicts everything that you just read and it's hard to tell what sources are um, are good sources of information anymore. Okay. And I think that with, um, you know, all that's going on, I, I, I could, with people, like you said, when people just take a snippet of something and then take that as truth, I think that's also what's happening with, with TikTok and songs and stuff. It's like they take a little bit of it and then that's what they they're done. You know, Oh, I've heard enough. And I think, I think uh, more research should be done if you're going to like be a, a a beacon of information, I guess, or maybe that's the wrong word. Um, You're right. But like, you know, yeah. um, I, I listen to Joe Rogan. Um, I, I like a lot of what he says. I don't understand a lot of what he says and I'm, it's really, it's just, it's on, you know, and usually there's a something, I'm not saying it's my news source or anything. I know I don't take everything he says to heart, but he does, he does like, he will retract himself and be like, Oh, I, I was wrong about this. Or he'll ask a question that contradicts something that he said before. Uh, and I respect that. Uh, and I do think that, yeah, it should, con- it sounds like they came to a good conclusion of, uh, you know, adding a disclaimer to what he's doing and maybe that'll help. I don't think people will even listen to it. I think they're just going to hit skip intro, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, at least it'll be there.
0: Yeah. I, I just think that, that people, just cause you hear it on a podcast, you, uh, you should not take that, you know what I mean? Like take it for a grain of salt and we go, if it's if it piques your interest about something, I'm going to go look that up. I'm going to go you know, check this out for myself. I'm going to read some articles, you know, and like read like what doctors are saying, what, you know, people that epidemiologists like people that do this every day of their fucking lives. You know, like I. it's just. You know, it's just I mean, the, and
1: then see, just like just like that, though, it's like that's isn't that what those people were that are in in, in uh, hot water? You know, they're doctors, they're cardiologists, they're, you know, Joe Rogan's not, but he's saying, I'm not.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, No, there's certainly, there's certainly, uh, no, It's a good point. Uh, There's certainly, like, doctors that are saying questionable things as well. Um, I I don't think that there's anything wrong with questioning anything. I think you should question everything, you know, the opposite. So, Um, but there's, like, so much evidence that this is the right way to go, you know? So it's just, it's crazy. It's become a, it's a culture war thing. It's political, it's whatever. It's just sucks that it's gone this way. Um, it's just like, yeah, Joe Rogan shouldn't be your source of information on this type of thing, you know? Um, but I think a lot of people just search for things that fit their own narrative. They go, I agree with this. I need any one person, especially a guy with a, with a, you know, influence like that, like a, uh, the biggest podcast in the world. If he agrees or if you agree with, or you align with what he's, you know, if your beliefs align, then you're justified. And it's like, that's it. You know, that's just silly to me.
1: Yeah. We're all really just ants in this algorithm. Really? Basically it's we just are. like, you're, you know, you're, you're the way that it's all being advertised to you and how you mm-hmm. find a podcast like Joe Rogan that aligns with, or doesn't align with what, what, facebook thinks your views are um it's just really crazy which is why i, I try to just stay out of it because <laughs> i don't understand it at, yeah. at to the point and i don't know where to get news that is legit and um so if i can immerse myself in my songs and touring uh then i'm just hoping it all pans out not saying that i'm not You know, I wouldn't wouldn't vote, or I, you know, don't want to change what's going on. Um, But I'll be on the healing side of it, I guess, and give people an outlet to um, just kind of escape the bullshit for forty-five minutes to an hour and a half, Um, and then then we'll go back right back to it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's
0: that's a thing like that. um, I don't necessarily like, you know, trying to stay up on all this stuff. Uh, and I certainly don't watch CNN or Fox or any of that shit. Um, it's all sensationalism and, you know, clicks for money and stuff and fear. Um, but it's also like it affects our industry directly because we just did 18 months of nothing because of this shit. And it is... Uh, It does anger me when there are solutions or at least, you know, it's not an end all be all, but when there's some, some sort of a way out, you know, or, you know, something that puts us on the right path to the way out and it's, it becomes political and, you know, it, that's when it, angers me because it's like god damn it man like i did everything that i had to do me and my family you know we did everything we had to do our band stopped touring um we took the shot we fucking locked down we wear the mask we do all the thing you know all the things and it's there's enough people that went against that didn't do all those things and it just keeps going but then it's all it's not just the u.s it's like the whole world it's like poor countries can't afford this thing so they can't afford to get it so it just creates variance and it just cycle 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 but then it comes down to like all right we do what we had to do um if you didn't want to comply do you know do your part like i i don't need to worry about your health i don't need to worry about uh, let's get on with our lives that's 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 where i'm at with this you know two years later of having done everything you know yeah and i'm sensitive to the fact that like people are definitely still dying and all that. And that's very unfortunate. It sucks, you know? Um, But it's like, what, what, what are we supposed to do? And um, I'm so glad they didn't lock anything else down. You know, that was a fear a few months ago when, when this Omicron shit was coming up, but I don't know. I just, (laughs) just, we need, we need to move forward. Some countries are
1: like, Hey, just, um, can you just live with this?
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's countries already living with it, you know? Yeah. Um, and i don't know it's like there's there's that's but that and that's how science works like data changes all the time you know so it's like what what didn't seem to work or what we thought might work you know a year ago maybe it didn't end up working so now the science has changed to reflect that like okay this doesn't you know like if it's whether it's masks or whatever um you know people didn't understand how vaccines work like (laughs) they didn't understand like It's not necessarily gonna keep you from getting it, but it's hopefully gonna keep you from dying or getting severely sick and um It's also really wild to see um
1: you know touring during the pandemic has been interesting because you'll go you'll be one state over and the views are totally different. You know, one state you go to Chicago and you gotta show your vax card to to eat at McDonald's and then you go to, I, I, I mean I don't. It was probably more in one state. We drove for a while, but uh, you know, the next place we go to, it's like there's one person wearing a mask, and that's it. <laughs> it's it's uh, it. I feel like eventually, if we just keep on trucking, we might reach some kind of normal. Yeah. And, uh, if I just, you know, if people want me to wear the mask, I'll wear the mask. If it, I got the shot, you know, so I had yeah. to. And, um, you know, like I said, we play by the rules. Um, I'm not a big, uh, a big, what do you call it? Um, when, when people fight the system. Uh, uh, I don't even know the word for it. No, it's not me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, I don't like you know, and I don't like having all kinds of rules and people stepping on my freedoms and shit. But right. uh, I like I said, I just try to I'll just do what I'm told I have to do. Uh, to an extent I think I've I've done all that and I'm ready to move on. I think the rest of the world is too. Yeah. And I think we're on the I think we're on the path. I, I really do. I mean, shit, two years ago, you could not have the shows that we're playing. I know.
0: I know. My son reminded me a couple of days ago. He's like, oh, you're playing a you're playing a show. Uh, that's two years since uh, you had to stop playing shows. I was like, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I, I feel like I feel like we are we are on the path. You know, it's like it was definitely uh, it was pretty weird for a long time and um i think a lot of people just fatigued and um hopefully hopefully the powers that be are looking at the the latest data science and are going to make informed decisions based on that rather than like some sort of a what they think should be like a moral thing or like a virtue virtuous thing um look at the data and and understand it and have your have your rules or your new your new protocol reflect that you know instead of like you know if the masks don't work don't make us fucking wear them anymore you know if they do work as you said i'm totally happy to wear a mask i was wearing a mask a couple days ago this thing like i'll do what i got to do you know um i'm not like the type Fuck that i'm not doing it like but but if at the same time i go to a room if i go to a big room and i'm supposed to be wearing masks and like 20 people have the mask as a chin diaper Some people don't, aren't even wearing a mask. It's like, what is this? This is arbitrary. This is stupid. This is so dumb. Like, like this, the, the dumb approach that's like, what is so stressful about it? It's like, dude, what is it? We're not even like, I can sit down at a restaurant and the the virus goes over my head. (laughs) I I I, I went to Mexico and they had at the hotel
1: that we were staying at, they had this like, uh, karaoke thing going on and you you the rules were you had to when you walk up to the stage you have to wear your mask but then you walk just 10 feet across to where the microphone was on the other side of the stage and then you could pull it off to sing and it's like what 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 good does that do? And like in a lot of times in Florida, you got to, of course, you know, everybody bitches about this, but it's like, you know, you, you got to wear it to sit down at the restaurant. As soon as you're at your table, you can pull it off. Uh, it does make a lot of sense. I, really for me, I just wish my face would stop breaking out because of the mask. <laughs> you know? It's like I get I get them in like the, the places all up in here, all by, by my ears from the, it's like, I don't have that many masks. I'm not a mask manufacturer, so they can only go so far.
0: Yeah. Um, um, I, I wanna, before we go any further, I do wanna say that Greg and I are not doctors and we're not epidemiologists and you yes. should go look for your own information. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Since if, we're you, on the- <laughs> if you learn anything from Dr. Greg, you should probably unlearn it real Yeah, Yeah, real
0: yeah, fast.
1: yeah, for sure.
0: Go get your, go Go read an article. Yes, yeah, so all this said, doctor. I have gotten
1: COVID and- Yeah, uh, both of us. Yeah. And luckily I didn't get it too bad as, as other people. Um, but it yeah. is, it is pretty gnarly stuff and stay safe out there. And listen, I, Hey, I've done the best thing that I could have done for my entire touring operation is stop smoking weed with people. There you go. And I really am an advocate. I think everybody should be doing that. Right smart, now. smart. Yeah, you know? Stop um, passing the would, joint. Yeah. Why would you, you know, why would you do that? had a time like this <laughs> you <Yeah>. know and <laughs> people people would be like oh yeah here you go and then they're like and just it's uh. like, dude you could have you could have not handed me that you know or said hey i'm getting over cold so now i just like i'm thinking i'm like four tours in of not smoking with people and my tours last a lot longer
0: oh that's great that's great yeah it was the same thing with like bottle pulls you're like well, are we doing bottle pulls like during COVID? <laughs> it's yeah. like everybody's like passing around the whiskey. Like, wait a second, this is ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Also, shout out to uh, all the uh, people on the front line, all the nurses and, and doctors and stuff that have been dealing with this for the past two years, every day, um, in in the shit. You know, like dealing with this, and uh, we, you know, like that's yeah seriously true, the true heroes, heroes, man, the, the real heroes. So, uh, I definitely don't want to, you know, take any sort of, um, I don't know. I don't want to take away that, you know, when, when we're talking about like the masks and things like that and, you know, whatever, like getting it and dealing with it, like these people deal with this stuff every day, you know? So. I
1: just like like to respect anybody's like, you know, some people, some people want to take a bunch of vitamins and, and that's their method, then sweet, they're doing something. And if yeah. I want to not smoke with people, and then that's not my only method but a very strong one. Um, and, and that's good. And if you want to wear a mask, you want to get the vaccine, you want to get boosted a thousand times, whatever you got to do um, as long as you're doing something, do yeah. your part. And uh, we'll, I think we'll get through this.
0: Yeah. I think there's a, I think there's a social contract, social responsibility to, you know, you're, you know, people have the right to not get sick by you, you know? Um, and, uh, I think that gets overlooked, you know, cause I, I feel like we're a me, me, me culture, me first. Um, and <laughs> to some respect, you should be thinking about yourself, you know, you should, you should be doing things for yourself and you should probably be number one, but when it comes to things like this, when it's like a community thing, you know, it's we have to just think a little different, and then just what can we do to get through this the fastest? And you know,
1: and the answer is take joints to the face. <laughs> Hell yeah! Um,
0: <laughs> I know so I'm not a big smoker, but so no, I'm not. So I see the cashed out is getting hotels now, and that makes me it's happy. Big. Yep, look at this thing. I got a. Curtain. I mean. There's so much room for activities now. The van doesn't have any curtains. It's it's uh yeah and and um, <clears throat> it was it's such a it feels like such an upgrade when you get to the hotels because you know we did we slept in people's houses for seven years you know from the from the first time we started uh, touring we're sleeping on floors sleeping in parking lots you know um and I think around 2013 is when we were like we were like okay no more houses because we stayed at enough weird places and uh we were like we got to start I feel like I feel like the money's there we can start doing hotels and yeah you know and we started with one hotel you know we didn't have we didn't I think we barely had a crew back then so it was like four of us in one room and it's like two guys in a bed, and then now it's like we have we're to the point now where we have a few more rooms, so everybody gets a bed, and it's like it's a lot more comfortable. But it's good to see you guys doing that.
1: Yeah, we're still we're snuggling in close to each other, but yeah. um, you know it's not it's not so bad. You know, you wake up and someone's next to you; it's cozy. Uh, <laughs> um, but it's uh, it's definitely. A game changer in morale, um, you know, when you know that that van ride, you know, you're going to drive for five hours, but then you don't have to try to sleep in that position that you were in for the past five hours. Um, that's that's huge. It makes the the long rides a little more bearable. There there were talks of uh, you know not getting as many rooms and people sleeping in the van. But like we looked like last night on the way here, there was ice inside the the van on the windows. Um, so it's like, I'm really glad that we did not opt for that. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then we were having this issue. I don't know if your van ever did this. So the front of the van gets pretty warm, very warm. The back of the van does not. It gets, it stays cold. So we're this like, everybody's like either sitting in the middle or they're all up front. And I'm, I'm, I hang out in the back. I got, I got Donald's row. He, he told me about the back row a long time ago.
0: you love the back row.
1: Yeah. It's just, it's a different vibe back there. And, um, but it's also a different temperature, uh, at all times, whatever temperature, temperature you want it to be, it is the opposite. Um, and it's pretty consistent, so at least there's that. But uh, it makes that stuff not so bad. Um, and you know, of course, the beds and the showers. Look at this; I got clean hair. It's curling up because I brushed it.
0: It's it's fantastic. Right.
1: Yeah, it does, and it really makes for like the show to be better. You know, if you're pissed off and you don't, and you just want to go home, that's not a good way to play a show. That's not you're not going to be hyped. You're not going to get anybody else hyped. Uh, and, it, and it comes off, you know,
0: that was going to be that was going to be the thing I was going to add was that, um, you know, so you're looking at like your budget, your hotel budget, you know, you, you know, because obviously you want to try to keep as much money as you can, you know, from the when, <laughs> from touring uh, when it's all said and done. But how much is it worth to get good rest in a comfy spot um, like. It's like, can I pay a little extra money to to raise the morale or keep because it's very hard to to keep a positive, happy morale all the time, especially on, you know, on a four, six, nine week tour. Um, And when you're doing things like adding money to to get a hotel room or something, increasing your budget a little bit, it makes things better. You know, everybody feels better. You play better, you know.
1: It does. And it, it, what's really helped is getting um, sponsors. I got to give a shout out to our sponsors while we're talking about it. Uh, we ha- On this tour, we have Stashbox and Smoke Proper and In-Ears Audio. Uh, always just helping, taking care of us and, um, you know, literally putting clothes on our back sometimes. Um, and, that has definitely helped, uh, with the budgeting of things. Uh, and I think it's important. And and a lot of that goes back to that grassroots hustle of making those relationships and getting out there and talking to people. And that's how you, you find those things. Um, but that has been a a huge asset to us, um, and being able to afford it because, you know, on these support tours, you're not taking, you know, you're not getting all the money. The headliner makes the money and and it's not like they're just making it rain. Um, You know, they have bigger expenses. The bigger your band gets, the more expenses you have. So you think they're like, oh, yeah, now our guarantees have gone up. But it's like, oh, but now we have to pay this guy to do this thing. And uh, we need more merchandise because we're playing a bigger venue. And then you have to ship that merchandise. And uh, all these things just add up and to be able to we're I'm just stoked. We're at a, I mean, actually, I don't know. I can't say that we're at a level where we can afford it. Cause I won't know until we get home. <laughs> but, uh, I think we can uh, according to our projections. Um, but, you know, you, and that's like a big risk because just like making, you know, when you, when you rent a bus, for example, you don't really know that you're not going to come home in the, in the red um you just have to get out there and try it and potentially fail and i think for many years we played it very safe uh and did the you know slept slept on the floors and and uh, by the litter boxes as you say (laughs) and uh you know just a lot of sacrifice to be able to just come home with a little bit of money in your pocket um, by the way, rent is due today. If anybody doesn't know, it's the first. It is. Um, and that, that takes it right out of you. <laughs> any, <laughs> any book that you make, uh, it's, yeah. it's going to the bills. So at least if you're going to sacrifice and you're going to, you know, put in all this work and freeze your ass off, then at least you got a nice cozy motel 6 we'll leave the light on for actually we're at a we're at a hilton i think
0: wrong slogan bro yeah we're at oh, we uh, a hilton today nice yeah
1: <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll bolt the tv to the dresser for you <laughs>
0: that's wonderful uh where are you guys at today
1: uh niagara falls cool which i just learned was in new york <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know that well, it's like in New York and it's in Canada.
1: Yeah, it's very close. We were a little worried about um, taking the wrong route and having to uh, end hit up that in checkpoint. Canada. Yeah, but we lost it. I know. I know. We have uh, been through a couple. I personally have been detained um, once, it was not fun and uh they find a bowl or something they uh it was with another band and you know how in arizona there's the agricultural checkpoint yeah so this was one of my first times like traveling across the country Mm -hmm.
0: and florida too we got popped there one day
1: oh yeah they have one um never stop at that one for some reason uh but they um i thought that the agricultural checkpoint was the checkpoint mm-hmm. that I was supposed to worry about. Mm-hmm. Didn't realize that that was just for fruits and vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> and so I fired up my vegetables, um, right after we got, got through there and then you're like, woo. And then the, uh, Obviously, they smelled that when we got to Texas. Oh. <laughs> and it was this whole ordeal, and they put us, yeah. they locked us. Uh, they, I thought we were going to get off too because they they had us handcuffed to the bench where they're like taking all our information. You got handcuffed? And, well, yeah. So that's, uh, that's like such to, bullshit. There's like a bench, and then they handcuff you to that, and then they find out that we're banned. So they're like, oh, we'll play us a song. And I was like, Ugh. oh, okay, we got this. We're. <laughs> We're all free, so we play them a song. At the time, we had a female um, front front woman, and uh, they, I was thinking like, okay, they're gonna be impressed by her. She's got some pipes. This is gonna be good. And we sing the song, and they're like, okay, well, get in the get in the cell. You <laughs> got your information now. And I had Excellent to like play song. the guitar like on on my lap because I was handcuffed to this bench. Damn. And uh, then they That's kept ridiculous. us there for like 12 hours. They separate the girl from the rest of us. And um, actually, Mike Stevie was with me. And we all had to poop in front of each other, which is very mm. weird. Um, and it was extremely cold. And I learned that day that I do not do well behind locked doors. And so the whole time, I probably pissed the whole band off because, like, the whole time, I'm like, Where's the fucking sheriff? Because they told us, so you gotta you gotta wait here till the sheriff comes. Uh he may be on horseback. Oh and, my god, dude. Uh so I'm thinking like, come on, man, these horse it's horsepower. How how long could it take, you know? Um I think that was just he was full of shit. He was definitely in like a fucking suburban. And um, yeah, so twelve hours later, they let us go and they did this super troopers thing where they pulled us out two at a time and try to say that we had more weed than we did. They dumped this pillowcase full of weed. And they're like, who had a green pillowcase? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I had a nug this big. That's not mine. And then they're just laughing. They laugh it off. And it's like, okay, cool. Can we go down? They're like, no, no, the sheriff's still coming. You got to Oh, my God. Get-
0: <laughs> what a bunch of assholes, dude. Yeah. Come fucking, on, man. You got, you really guys got for 12 hours handcuffed for fucking weed. Like that, they yeah. didn't even find. That's that's what I'm saying. That's, that's yeah. They
1: didn't find it either. They well, they found hmm. they found a little bit. Uh, Mike Stevie had a he had just bought a bong from Venice, and but it did have a little bit of resin in it. Um, so they found that. But we had one of those. This these things work. The little Mountain Dew stash bottles. Um, they didn't they didn't find the weed in there. They didn't check that. Oh man so.
0: yeah, I mean we we always make sure to avoid any checkpoints, but if we have to, like we just don't have we just know we we've been you know pulled pulled over many like too many times for that shit and you just learn over years but well now yeah, from seen. that
1: experience we don't we don't smoke in the van yeah um, we stash everything uh, pretty good if we're yeah. gonna carry it uh, try to be. Um, as discreet as possible, because you just never know, and that shit can really bog down your tour.
0: It's a shame that it's still such a big deal.
1: Really is. You can smoke cigarettes all day. Yep. Nobody gives a
0: shit. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah, but I mean, they should have just stopped. They should have just taken taken your personal whatever it was and just let you go. You know, if they if they really well, that, to do I don't know if I
1: mentioned that six pounds that they dropped out of the pillowcase was not ours. They busted oh. it from someone else. No, I know. They were they were <laughs> fucking with you.
0: Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Trying to scare you and shit. Oh yeah. That's that's frustrating. I have been there, we've been there a lot of times, so I totally feel what you're saying. It's like stressful. Um <clears throat> so uh yeah, man, I'm I'm glad uh glad we got to catch up on here. Um so you guys are gonna you're on you on the road with bad fish. how, uh, how long's the tour?
1: Uh, it's like a month and a half I think wow really okay I could be wrong at least a month okay. i don't I just get in the van um, <laughs> I don't uh, ask too many questions uh it'll it tend to stress Marshall out he's like it's on the day sheet
0: so that's the uh, tour manager's favorite thing to say check the master tour check the day sheet yeah
1: yeah it's on the day it was on the day sheet um, um
0: what so uh, it's on the guy. when uh, when when are we getting some new tunes?
1: Uh, Josh, if you're listening, we would love to know that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Come on, Josh. Um, no, Josh is mixing it. Um, and it was... It's one of those things where it's like it's supposed to be done, but he's taking his time for good reason. And I don't want to rush this process. Bless you. All right. uh, it's not COVID. Um, we... Um, uh, but probably, hopefully, you know, sometime this, this year, summertime, maybe. Um, but like I said, I'm not going to rush him. He's very, very, very good at what he does. Yeah. And I think if I just let him do his thing, then it will be beneficial. So I, I couldn't tell you, but yeah. it will come out. It is done, our parts done. So now it's just, we just ride him for a while. and Awesome. Um, you know, we'll get it. We'll get it soon. But it is, oh man, it sounded killer. I'll, I I'll send you some it. of the stuff that we do have. Yeah, please. Um, and it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. We got kind of got like a throwback vibe to it, and um, There's some poppy stuff. We're we're pretty poppy band.
0: You are, you are. Um, yeah, but it's all nothing fun. wrong with that.
1: Not hey, it works for me. If it doesn't work for you, then don't do it. But
0: Dude, you guys have a great sound, man.
1: I appreciate that, and uh, I appreciate your influence on our band. I think about it a lot more than than you probably might know. Oh, wow. But just a lot of, uh, you know, we, I ask myself a lot, like, would Ballyhoo do this?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that we're like some sort of barometer. You are, you are,
1: and, you know, your crew's out with, every everybody when you're home and uh and now i get to say that my crew's out with everybody (laughs) everybody takes our our uh sound guy who's freaking one of a kind um and they got our photographers and videographers and uh i used to get mad about it but now
0: i'm like "Eh, this happened to ballyhoo so oh yeah oh yeah yeah it's i know my my whole my whole crew Usual crew was out with uh pass firing those guys last couple weeks.
1: Yeah, I saw them, I got to see Alex for yeah. a little bit,
0: but that's how you know you're doing it right because you know we 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 try to make sure we take out good people and train them up and you know make things good. And uh, when they end up going with other bands, it's like it's kind of a thing, like oh man, like we, we're doing it right. People people like these guys and they work hard, you know,
1: they're like your kids in a weird way, you know, yeah. you, yep. you teach them how to do the job the way you, you want it done. Way. And then it that passes inspection for another
0: band, and it's kind of like, all right,
1: then they approve of what, how we do things. That
0: happens and, so much back in the day. But yeah, yeah, it's it's great when you uh, you, you got your crew and um, everybody's like oiled up and everything's moving like the way it's supposed to, and uh, it just feels good.
1: It is, and, and then it's also nice to know that uh, when you know, if I want to hire some of your crew that I don't have to teach them a bunch of stuff that, you know, it's like, uh, I know that they know the things that I, that shouldn't need to be explained. Mm. Um, and it's, it is nice. So thanks for all that you do. Uh, whether people realize it or not, I I know that it, it doesn't go unnoticed over here.
0: Ah, thanks man. Um, I'm, uh, I'm happy to <clears throat> happy to see things moving along um, for you guys. And uh, yeah, it's 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 cool to see you doing like um, <laughs> all these tours and, and seeing you on like the festival flyers and um, I don't know, it's, it's great. And then and then seeing people like talking and all the all the Facebook band groups and stuff like, you know, it is what's what I like seeing a lot is when you know, you're whoever you're in whoever's group or whatever, and then they're, the people are talking about. There's a post about another band from the community. Like, mm-hmm. uh, it's very cool to see that. It's the same way, like when you see, uh, you know, uh, a ballyhoo shirt at an iration show, or you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. um, are you, you wearing just see an the,
1: article show right now? I don't I'm anymore. wearing
0: articles. Are, yeah, you just see like the support and like the. It's just really cool tight community um and like you having having you guys like in the conversation you know is cool to see
1: it's it's very nice and refreshing and, and people say very nice things and um it is it is a great community to be a part of and um and it's you know it's the interactions that we have that keep people keep people talking and uh we as long as they'll talk to us we'll talk to them and i'm just i'm very happy to be here and and still kicking and it feels great to be back out on tour and and playing uh solid shows again and um you know i just i'm out here to fucking meet people let's 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 meet safely i'm not gonna smoke your joint but i will say thank you for coming and i will You know i'll uh, roll my own and we can smoke together that's if that's your prerogative a lot of people like really want to smoke with me and i i appreciate that too um but you you know just hand me the joint
0: yeah i'll smoke it (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's a weird time weird time to be a pot smoker (laughs) yeah it
1: is it is Uh, but uh it's also a great time and everything is just everything's good everything is super fun yeah and i'm happy to that you have your 150 episodes um to to share these things and to give people a perspective of of you know the way things really are sometimes and uh and maybe influence the way things they can be
0: well said well said
1: yeah kind of i fumbled a little bit but (laughs) this is real (laughs)
0: Yeah, it is real, dude. Thanks so much for being on the show. Thanks for
1: having me. I hope it wasn't too boring. No, no, like we're all. just talking, talking to my friend here,
0: dude. It's great. Um,
1: uh,
0: yeah, man. Uh,
1: what, what's up with Ballyhoo? You guys got things in the works?
0: Uh, always. I mean, I'm always writing and stuff, but um, <clears throat> we're gonna announce a spring tour shortly. We're, uh, we're confirming the lineup on that um, Just kind of heading It's just two weeks down down to Florida And back um, And then a uh, bunch of weekend stuff Coming up And are going to be doing like a short run This summer And uh, nothing too crazy um, And then just working on music And you know um, Just keep doing podcast episodes and Building the YouTube channel and all that So it's live streams you know grinding as usual it. yeah
1: well hit me up when you get to florida and For maybe sure. i'll be there and you can come come hang do some fishing or something
0: yeah yeah absolutely that'd be fun man i know i see you out there on your little lake
1: yeah my i broke my jet ski though
0: i personally. heard Oh,
1: uh, it sucks a little, <laughs> a little sad about it but I, I think i might be able to have it fixed uh, <laughs> by the time we're done with this tour that's the that's the goal good um gotta get back yeah. out there dude it's it's amazing how much that thing just brings me joy and it's like a saying i think it's like you you can't be mad on a on a jet ski yeah and it's just really true it's, <laughs> i could be i could be so pissed off and i'll just take a lap and be like yeah life's not that bad <laughs> uh, until the damn thing sinks and then
0: you're like Phew. that would uh, suck yeah In- it, incredible dude yeah um, well, uh, <laughs> dude, have fun. Be safe. Uh, enjoy your day off, and um, tell the guys to hello. And um, I will.
1: I'm gonna. I'm gonna drink this Dungan, smoke this snug here, and then I'm gonna go to Bob Evans and eat some French toast. There you go.
0: Damn, this sounds like a good day. It is. It is. <laughs> if maybe
1: if I can squeeze in a Walmart or do some laundry, I think
0: tip top shape. That's a wonderful Tuesday. And yeah. Right on, dude. Well, uh, take care of yourself and uh, talk to you soon. This has been episode number 150 of Woo-hoo! Tales from the Green Room Podcast. Woo! You've been a frequent guest. Uh, make sure you subscribe and check out my live streams every Wednesday night. And if you want some DMCA-free DMCA free music, hit up my album, Aberrations. You can use it in your streams, podcasts, live streams, all that fun stuff. All right. See you later, guys. Peace.